What happens when a society takes an unflinching look at the sins of its past, or when it doesn't? Earlier this year, we aired a documentary called A Critical Moment, a cross-examination of how Germany and the U.S. teach about their painful histories and why. Well, Mallory No Pain, a reporter with Radio IQ in Richmond, Virginia, took on a similar project. Her podcast, Memory Wars, explores what Americans can learn from Germany confronting one of its darkest chapters. WFPL's Stephanie Wolf and Jess Clark spoke with No Pain about her reporting. Mallory, how did the idea for your project come together? For me, the idea of taking a look at these two societies in parallel came about from following the conversation about Confederate monuments here in the city and whether to take them down, whether to recontextualize, what to do with them. I mean, I attended multiple public meetings and protests over years. And it seemed without fail at any event someone would say, you know, it's not like there are statues of Hitler in Germany. And so I think that that connection is there in people's minds. And so that was the starting point, monuments. But really, it's so much more than that. Um, This whole idea about memory culture. um, And, you know, as you guys explore Education is a really important piece of that puzzle. I'm curious, Jess, as you were hearing and processing this reporting from Germany alongside interviews from students and teachers in in Kentucky, I mean, how are you sort of reconciling those two things? I think it's really interesting that, you know, whether you're in Germany or you're in the U.S., the the reaction from kids are really similar. So kids, they seem to really want to know the truth about what their countries have done and how the past shapes the present. But then, you know, when you're talking about the reaction of the adults, I think, like, the differences there are really, really striking. And there's really this unwillingness among some people, especially some conservatives, to consider the impact of the past on the present, which for some people is the entire point of learning history. And I think we heard that from a lot of German sources. Um, But for some conservatives in the U.S., that's really not the point of history. The point of history is to inspire a sense of national pride and identity and national unity and patriotism. And it's especially interesting, um, you know, listening to Memory Wars, I think in episode two, Mallory, you talked with three generations of German women about national pride. Um, I was wondering, Mallory, did you get a sense from Germans that they think that all kinds of national pride are dangerous? Yeah. So something that struck me while doing the research in Germany that you that you pick up on in the podcast, that there is this cultural attitude almost of self-deprecation and shame when it comes to Germany's history. That reflects itself in a variety of ways. I mean, one really simple example is that Germans don't really fly the German flag. Like they pull it out if the football team, if the soccer team is winning, but not otherwise, then they quickly stuff it back away. There's like this cultural awareness of the dangers of of nationalism. Um, At the same time, I do think, at least for younger generations, there is a sense of pride at what they have accomplished in terms of tackling their history. I spent an afternoon with three women, a grandmother, mother, and daughter. The grandmother remembers growing up in silence immediately after the war. Um, She did not go visit Dachau, um, even though she lived just outside of it. Whereas the daughter, a woman who's in her 50s, um, did go, and she feels shame. In my generation, you aren't really proud of being German. 
where does that come from? Because we still feel all that guilt, all the bad things that have happened. Claudia's daughter and Hildegard's granddaughter, 11-year-old Magdalena, sits in her lap as we talk. She's been listening and has thoughts of her own. She says she is proud to be German, that being German is cool, because she has friends and classmates who are refugees. Not everything is right, um, but I think much is right. And so when in uh, other land is... Other European countries? European countries is... What is Krieg? War. War. Um, then some people came to us and I think... Uh, and I think it's like... Um, that it's special. So I think this young girl, I mean, she's the product of her family. She feels this sense of responsibility. But she's also a product of what she's learning in schools. Um, I wonder, I mean, Stephanie, you talked about sort of learning the facts of the history. But did you ever see or get a sense of, like, values being instilled through that curriculum? I did in in some of the instances where I saw students learning, where teachers were really engaging them in conversations. Um, You know, I also spoke with an activist, and she is the daughter of Holocaust survivors, Aneta Kahana. And she said something um, that really stuck with me, and that's that you can't teach about the Holocaust with just, like, the data with the facts. You have to provide the context, and you have to help children, especially as you know, generations get removed from this history. It's not as present to them. You have to help them understand why it's important to learn this history and what you can learn from this history. And that goes back to this idea of remembrance culture, which is the concept of remembrance culture is to hold the past and the present and this, like, idea of never forget. And many experts I spoke to also said that they don't feel teachers are getting the adequate training to teach about this difficult chapter of their history. And so again, it's gonna depend on the student you talk to, the teacher you talk to, about how those values will be instilled in them. But there is a general sense of like, it is important to learn about the Holocaust so that we understand the wrongs that our society did and we can strive to do better in the future. One thing that is interesting to note is that it's not like the war ended and then Everybody in Germany was like, let's talk about what happened and especially let's talk about it in the classroom. It was really a process that many consider as a long process and is still evolving one. And one of the things that I found the most interesting was how much the U.S. influenced that process. You know, in the occupied parts of West Germany, the U.S. government actually put into place reforms to rid schools of uh, Nazism and Nazi ideology It's funny that you mentioned the process and how it was influenced by Americans, at least at the outset. And I spent a lot of time thinking about that. Um, It was one of my big takeaways as well. And actually maybe one of my largest surprises. I framed it in one of the episodes of the podcast as the two reconstructions, this premise that it was actually America as an occupying power that set the stage for how Germans started to reconcile with their past. And in some ways, establishing, you know, a more forceful and strong-armed reconstruction for Germany than, you know, we ever have done for ourselves. America not only started those education reforms that you mentioned, but they also ran this short-lived 
collective guilt campaign. Um, immediately at the end of the war, they plastered posters all throughout German towns with photographs of dead bodies. Um, and, and the text in, in German said these atrocities, your fault, right? It was like um, really making it clear to the German people what had happened um, and calling everyone out as responsible. And you mentioned like visiting Dachau. I had a really powerful personal experience visiting. It's, it's this really important touchstone and, and a place where you just can't help but feel the importance and the tragedy of the past. And having grown up here in Richmond, Virginia, I don't ever remember having a similar experience at a site of remembrance, right? Just outside the city, there's a route that you drive down that's that has all these historical sites that are plantations. I didn't visit any one of those as a child. And if I had, it would not have been a similar experience as the one that I had in Dachau. It's not how the history is portrayed there. That's Mallory No Pain talking about her podcast Memory Wars with WFPL reporters Jess Clark and Stephanie Wolf. You can listen to their documentary, A Critical Moment, and hear more from their discussion with No Pain at WFPL.org slash a critical moment. You can find Memory Wars anywhere you listen to podcasts.